and welcome back. This is Penny Santaberry and Amy Cornell, and this is the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast, our mini-sode. Today, we're talking about buzzwords and staying away from staying away from the buzzword trap when you're trying to market your book. And Amy, I, I, all, all credit goes to you because you came up with this idea. You said, Penny, we absolutely have to talk about this. So <laughs> do you want to do you want to start us off? Yeah, I mean, I think there's, th- we got this idea because I think the reason why I thought of it is because we obviously we work with clients. We ask them a lot of information during the get to know you phase and whatnot when we're prepping for their campaign. And a lot of that has to do with kind of figuring out who they see as their ideal reader and things right. like that and who their market is. And we really push them to think about this and, and work with us on developing what makes the most sense for their book. And that's where this kind of started cropping up a lot because we, you know, the feedback we would get from some authors, they would have this very idealized version of who their reader was. And all I can do is sit there and think like, you know what, you'll probably be really shocked by what's on your friend's Kindles. If you like, if you think people are that predictable when it comes to what they read based on certain demographics, you know, so, this is where I think that buzz, that buzzword trap comes in because things come up in, you know, with books and genres and marketing and things like that. And um, one we've seen a lot recently is using the term upmarket women's fiction. Oh my gosh, yes. We've seen that and, so much. And I, I will say that, again, going back to when we're working with our clients and things like that, what I've seen people fall into the trap of is they, they decide like, this is a hot word right now. This is a hot term. I need to do this. I need to align my book with upmarket women's fiction. But along with that, which is the dangerous part, comes this very specific idea of who their reader are, who their readers are. And they end up completely ignoring so many people that would probably love and enjoy their books because they get these blinders on for this buzz term and how to market to this buzz term. And they lose out on a lot of exposure and honestly sales because of it. Yeah. And this is actually, this is a really good point because there are, so, you know, maybe another word for buzz, maybe another term for buzzword is, is the, um, you know, the, the, the peak genres. So I remember when Harry Potter first came out and everybody was like, oh, now I'm going to write, you know, I'm going to write YA. And it's one thing to decide now is a good time to write this particular, you know, young adult because it's popular, but it's quite another to take your new adult book and try and cram it into like to take your circle and try and cram it into a square uh, upmarket women's fiction is kind of a big thing right now right so a lot of authors that we've talked not a lot but some authors that we've talked to have come to us and said or that i've talked to have said you know my book is upmarket women's fiction but you it's important to, if your book is really upmarket women's fiction great because i think there's a demand for that but you have to make sure before you are um, going to anchor your book to that trending buzzword that your book actually meets those criteria, right? And we don't necessarily need to take time to talk about what's the individual criteria. I mean, that's for you, the listener, to kind of research to make sure. But I remember, and this is going to make me sound super, super dated now, but like 20, 18, 20 years ago, there was a whole new genre called chick lit, right? And it kind of started, I mean, maybe the Bridget Jones Diary books are not that old, but that those books sort of started that 
um, the start of the chiclet trend, right? And a lot of authors that came in, in the romance market that came to me at that time said, I think my book is chiclet. And what you have to understand is, is that there are guidelines for these subgenres. Maybe upmarket women's fiction isn't necessarily a subgenre, rather a blend. But there are guidelines that you have to appeal to with the reader before you say, I'm just going to jump on this buzzword parade. Because we see a lot of that, right, Amy? Yes, definitely. That happens a lot. And I think it is very important because we talk, there's so many other elements that go into um, making sure that you're, you know, on brand for your genre. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's the cover, it's how you present the book in the description, it's how you've designed your website experience. Like, there's so much that goes into it. And unless you check all those boxes, you're going to lose people. You Absolutely. really, you really need to keep it very tight when you decide like, this is what I want to anchor to. Like we're saying, Penny, if that's what you want to commit to, that's fine. But you really have to make sure that you check all the boxes. Otherwise you're going to spend a lot of time, money and effort spinning your wheels on trying to get exposure for your book. And you're going to start wondering like, why is this not resonating with anybody? Like, why is this not taking off the way I expected? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I, you know, I encourage you, if you are going to, if you're going to anchor your book, if you're going to hang your star on, you know, a hot new genre or for that matter, any genre, right? So we, we let off talking about avoiding the buzzword trap and that is definitely key, but you got to make sure that anything that you Anytime you put your book in a, or anytime you feel your book belongs in a particular genre, just make sure that you're checking all the boxes because one of the biggest reasons that books fail besides, you know, maybe it's not a good book and the cover is not great is the fact that it's, it's pigeonholed into the wrong genre and it's not reaching the right readers. And that's a big deal. So I want to thank you all so much for listening. This is Penny Sansberry and Amy Cornell, and this is our mini sewed podcast. We so appreciate you listening. We would love a review on wherever you listen to this podcast and your show ideas. How to contact us is in the show notes. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.